The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get 16-ounce packs of flavorful Angus 90% Lean Ground Sirloin for $4.99 each with a digital coupon. Then buy two, get two free on 12 packs of delicious Coca-Cola, Pepsi, or 7-Up, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Absolute sports betting degeneracy. Hey everybody, Arch here, and it is Friday early morning, and I'm talking to James. What's going on, James? I'm doing very well, thank you. Arch, how about yourself? Can't complain, man. Cannot complain. <laughs> so uh, Thursday, what were you doing? You couldn't go Thursday, so. Yeah, yeah, no. So I don't. Well, I finished up at the gym, and then uh, as soon as I got home, it was about what the twenty minutes before he's supposed to go on. I, you know, I got a call, and it lasted a bit longer than I expected. So you know, I can only apologize. But you know, as versatile as you are, you said, look, I can go tomorrow as well if that's easier for you. So. Yeah, I'm very gracious for you, sir. Um, here we are. <laughs> All right. All right. You know, last week we got a lot of the fighters right. We just couldn't quite get the uh, methods <laughs> nailed down. No, no, 100%. And I mean, I, with the main event, I, I did feel for, for Zombie a little bit because, I mean, if you were watching the fight, I think from start to finish, he was essentially a human punching bag. And I think Zombie's always had a chin on in mind, but I think it got to a point late on in they should have stopped it in the third rather than him going up for the fourth round and just taking a minute's worth of damage again. But yeah, that's that's what it is. And I mean I was I was surprised with the Burns Shamaya fight, like with no disrespect to Burns, I, I genuinely thought there would be a finish on Hamzat's part. But you know, give credit to to Burns because from you know, minute one to minute fifteen he was constantly, you know, piling on the pressure towards Hamza. And again, a lot of people turned down the opportunity to fight Hamza Chamayev. So for Burns to even, you know, go in there and nearly winning, it, it just sort of speaks how good of an athlete Burns is. So right, that right. was a, a crazy fight from start to finish. I think certainly one of the fights of the year so far. It's just crazy as a, as a spectator. And then, yeah, the, the Jan Sterling fight was a, was a bit of a weird one, wasn't it? It was a bit... Yeah controversial it wasn't it wasn't the most of um entertaining of fights but you know, here we are <laughs> sterling won fair play to him he did what he had to do because you know obviously as we know sterling uh Petian is a uh, predominantly a, a sensational kickboxer sensational striker, and, and now jimmy just took him down and sort of ragdolled him for, for the majority of the fight so yeah no fair play but you know here we are this weekend and hopefully we can get some accurate predictions this time around absolutely i'm looking forward to it it, it was surprising the korean zombie yeah was the human bunching bag i think uh stefan struve must have been in his gym training him a bit just to... <laughs> yeah yeah he's giving him the the wrong advice yeah. poor bloke. <laughs> you lead with your chin you lead every punch right with your chin and that's how you do it <laughs> 
Yeah, I know. I feel for Zombie because, again, I'm a huge Zombie fan, but it just looked so out of place last weekend. You yeah. know, it didn't really look mentally with it. But fair play to Volkanovski. He's constantly proving his doubt was wrong and proving why he's probably one of the pound-for-pound best in the world right now. Absolutely. All right, let's do it. What do we got this week on tap? Yeah, um, Vicente Luque, yeah, coming into this one. It's just, it's a tough one. I'm thoroughly looking forward to this fight. Again, like I said, Blau Muhammad, Vicente Luque first fought at 205 with Vicente Luque knocking Blau Muhammad out in the first round. And I think, in my opinion, both fighters have come leaps and bounds since the first fight back in 2016. You look at Blau Muhammad, who's you know, essentially a cardio machine. And right from the get-go, he likes to you know pile the pressure on with his unique wrestling. And again, Vicente Luque, although he's, you know, Black belt and Brazilian jiu-jitsu. I don't think he'll be wanting to to hang around on the mat with Bilal Muhammad. And where I think Vicente Luque can get this done is on the feet because his striking is second to none. Now, Muhammad's striking has improved a lot, but is it smart to go toe-to-toe on the feet with Vicente Luque? You know, probably not because I can just see Muhammad getting clipped and, you know, knocked out like the first round of uh, the last fight. So going into this one, it's going to be a very competitive fight. I think, you know, when you're looking at the traditional striker versus wrestler over the last couple of years, you tend to sort of lean towards the wrestler. However, I think Vicente Luque has got great takedown defense. And even when the fight's on the mat, you know, Vicente Luque will be able to hold his own and potentially even sneak uh, sneak a submission win in there. So it'll be a tough one to call. Value money is definitely on Bilal Muhammad by decision. However, I just think Vicente Luque's class and versatility and his power and striking on the feet will probably get it done so i'm going to go for a vicente luca via fourth round tko fourth round tko yeah Oof. this honestly this is i i'm struggling here i'm struggling to come to a, a decision <laughs> on this i think you're right i think luke probably wins by tko if i had to do anything that's what i'm going to do i don't have a strong opinion i i think luke should win but you know muhammad that's a little that's a plus 150 that's a, a nice little payday if he can hit it I'll probably just bet the TKO, which looks like plus 100. Yeah, that looks like the best we can do. So there it is. I'll just, I'll jump on that with you. Get a piece of that. <laughs> no, 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 exactly. And if you want to be really generous, there's, um, like, like I said, there's certainly value in Bilal Muhammad by decision just because of his unique cardio and wrestling. But yeah, I've got to stick to my guns and go for Sente Luque. All right. What's the next fight we're looking at? Uh, the next fight I've got is Andre Filao versus Miguel Baeza. Now, I'm a big fan of Miguel Baeza, and it'll be interesting to see you know, what Baeza shows up heading into this weekend because he's coming off of two really tough defeats over Santiago, Ponzinibbio, and Chaos Williams. Now, there's no shame in losing to both of them whatsoever. And prior to the fight to those guys, you know, he's coming off of wins over Takashi Sato, Matt Brown, and Hector Aldana. So... There is certainly, you know, there's still hype there. He's 29 years of age and, you know, those two defeats, he definitely would have learned from them. So it'll be interesting to see what Baeza shows up this weekend. He's an excellent kickboxer with an impressive mix of power, accuracy and aggression. And like I said, in his first three UFC fights when they won, he just sort of ran through the competition. His footwork's solid, his boxing's crisp and, like I said, his kicking game is unbelievable. And I think over the last two fights, we've sort of seen his, um, seen him exposed a little bit. But I think going into this one, I think his path to victory is just sort of stay at range, keep
keep on the offensive move actually and just sort of you know chopping away with those low calf kicks and which essentially is his bread and butter when you're looking at Andre Fialao on the other hand you know he's coming off of a unanimous decision defeat to Michel Pereira on his MMA debut and there was there was you know I was slightly impressed with him at times but I just think Miguel Baeza will get it done. I think with Fialao, he's just sort of lacking in terms of the speed and the footwork. I think Baeza will be able to read him. He's very slow moving forward. He's flat-footed and he doesn't tend to land those sort of big knockout power uh, knockout power punches. And I think he's it's a, a good matchup for someone like Miguel Baeza because just someone who's always slow on the offensive. He's very inaccurate in terms of his volume and his output. And he tends to take a lot of damage and... If he can improve in those areas, and I think he will give Miguel Baeza a tough run for his money, but I just can't see that happening. So I'm going to go for Baeza via the second round TKO. Second round TKO. All right. Yep. I like it. Uh, I can't argue with you. I think there's enough value in my mind just to take Baeza minus the 175. I'm trying to see if I... Yeah, it looks to be the best... Probably the best one I'm going to find. Yeah, so I'm just going to money line it. I think Baeza wins... No reason to get too crazy here. Just to, just bet the one seventy five, get a hundred back. Just call it a day, easy. Uh, TK, yeah, TKO. You're getting plus one forty in the second. You're getting plus six hundred. So it's not bad. Bad. No, and either way, whichever way you look at it, I think it's just all fingers point towards a Miguel Baez a victory. I mean, one would assume. Right. Right. <laughs> all right. What are you? What are you looking at next? Uh, next up, I've got. I'm hoping I don't pressure the names. I've got Chow Barallo versus Gadzi uh, Om, <laughs> Omar Gadziev. We've done all right. Yeah, that's <laughs> I fine. think that's okay. Yeah. yeah. If you're listening, guys, no disrespect. It's uh, <laughs> not my fault you've got a long name to it. Yeah, here we go. Um, I'm looking forward to this one. I think Gadzi, he's going to have the heightened advantage over Barallo, who will be giving up the reach advantage as well. So. I think for Borrello going into this one, he's got to sort of keep the fight standing. Borrello uh, is very dangerous when it comes to sort of throwing a, a wide range of wild strikes. And even on the mat, he's, again, is a traditional Brazilian mixed martial arts. Of course, he's going to have great Brazilian jiu-jitsu. Uh, he's a, a, an exceptional you know, ground game specialist and on the feet as well, as I alluded to. He's excellent there. But Gadzi... His bread and butter, again, like any other Russian, is his wrestling. His wrestling is second to none. He's so exceptional and he's very dominant with, in terms of the top game. So I think for Brallo, although he does have the Brazilian jiu-jitsu pedigree, you don't want to be messing around on the mat with a guy like Gadzi. So he's got to keep the fight standing, just to sort of try and control and dictate proceedings. Even on the feet, you know, Gadzi is a, a decent striker. But again, you don't want to be standing toe-to-toe Chabarello. So I think with Gadzi, he's going to sort of look for the crisp early shots, try and get the, you know, use his strikes to get into the clinch and then just try and take the fights to the floor and potentially just control proceedings. And I think he's going to, for Chabarello, I think he's going to have to go and hunt for the early knockouts because it'll only be a matter of time before Gadzi lands that takedown and just, he only needs one opportunity to, to take the fight to the floor and potentially you know, seal the round, two rounds, three rounds. So I think Gadzi will probably take the fight to the floor and just flatten Borello out for 15 minutes and just sort of outpoint him. And I'm going to go for Gadzi by decision here. Gadzi by decision. All right. <clears throat> I'm on the other side. No, really? It's I, a tough one. I, I, I think there might be, an, it's only plus 110. 
Uh, I mm. think Chow has a Chow has a has a, has a legitimate shot shot to uh, win this fight. So I'm going to put uh, put my money on Chow plus the one ten just to win the fight. Period. That's it. No, hundred percent, and it really is. It's it's a pick and fight, I guess, because Gadzi is only a slight favorite from what I'm seeing. Yeah, he'll have the height advantage, but I think for Chow Barallo, he has such a significant reach advantage over Gadzi. So if he's going to keep the fight to the on the feet, he's going to have to use that significant reach to his advantage and just stay patient on the feet. Because if he goes in swinging, guns blazing, that'll provide Gadzi with the opportunity to take the fight to the floor. But it really is a, a close fight, but I'm still going to back myself by going for um, Gadzi by the decision here. That's fine. That's fine. We don't have to agree on every fight. <laughs> no, we never do. No. Right. <laughs> you got what? One more? Yeah, yeah. I've got one more between Chris Barnett and Martin Badai. Uh, it's, I think for me, as I said off air, all fingers are pointing towards uh, Martin Badai, a victory here. I think in every sort of, facet and every sort of aspect of the game when you're looking at the tail of the tape but I just has the advantage over I think he'll have the he has the significant advantage in the height and the reach department and like I said when looking at this fight it's a real tough matchup for for Barnett due to Badai's advantage in height and reach he'll ha- he'll be you know looking to use that to his advantage Badai every time this is his UFC debut but when I've seen him in various regional promotions he tends to sort of you know, part of the pressure on early and just sort of use the the clinch work to to finish his opponents. And one thing we have seen with Chris Barnett over the years is every time the fight goes into the clinch, he tends to struggle. And from the off, I suspect that Badai will just sort of be the aggressor early, not give Barnett the chance to implement his style because we've seen Chris Barnett, he's coming off that sensational win over Gian Balante, that crazy sort of back that wheel kick or whatever it was. It was just sensational that it came. And at the end of the day, it's a heavyweight fight. You know, anyone can finish the fight in a heartbeat and it, it should be a good fight nonetheless. However, I think it does stays switched on at all times and just sort of beats the aggressor early and controls the fight at his pace. I think he'll do enough to, to stop Chris Barnett. And so I'm going to go for Martin Badai via Sacramento this one. Hard to argue. Hard to argue. This looks to be very one-sided. Uh, I'm just looking here. Uh, Martin is minus 250 to win the fight, and Chris is plus 200. I do think all the I do think Martin wins. Oh man, do I want to bet 250? Maybe I'll have to follow you. Um, although it's not much better, Martin to win by TKO is minus 150. Mm. So there's all that. Um, you know, yeah, I think so. Just TKO it. I was debate. I was debating whether to just take the under two and a half rounds, and that's that's minus three fifty. Tough to find value in this one, um, but I do think you're on the right side. No, no, hundred percent. It should be a good fight either way, because like I said, it's heavyweight scrap. At the end of the day, anyone can sort of get knocked out in a heartbeat. So it should be good, sort of go. good value for your money there. The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. 
Prescription products require completion of an online medication consultation with an independent healthcare provider through the LifeMD platform and are only available if prescribed. Subscription required. Individual results may vary. Additional restrictions apply at LifeMD.com. Read all warnings before using GLP-1s. Side effects may include a risk of thyroid C-cell tumors. Do not use GLP-1s if you or your family have a history of thyroid cancer. If you've struggled for years to lose weight and have given up hope, did you know you can now access GLP-1 prescription medications through LifeMD? LifeMD is now offering eligible patients online access to GLP-1s, the breakthrough prescription medication that can help you lose body fat and weight. Listen to what people are saying. Probably the easiest thing I've ever done. The medication comes in the mail and it's very easy to use. I've been able to live my normal lifestyle and I've lost 20 pounds already and I've never felt better. It changed my life. And here's the best part. Your insurance may cover 100% of the cost of your medication. So go to TryLifeMD.com to have your eligibility checked right now. Get started today at TryLifeMD.com. That's T-R-Y-L-I-F-E-M-D.com. Oh, let's see here. Oh, um, What am I looking at? Oh, yeah. Uh, Luce versus Laziz. Is that Munir and Ang? Is that right? Yeah. Say that for, oh, look at that. I mean, uh, Laziz, yeah, and Lusa. There you go. You done all right. <laughs> hey, there you go. I know you're Finally. not. A, you're not happy with what I'm doing here, but I'm I'm doing it anyway. No. I think. <laughs> just let me let me finish my thought <laughs> before you shoot me down. Uh, I think Aang uh, at the plus with the plus line, uh, plus one seventy. I think that's a ton of value there. I I don't really know how the fight's going to end, probably decision, but I'm going to take Aang in the surprise upset here. Um, yeah, just, just on the money line, plus 170. Yeah, I mean, it was a tough one. It's the way back now. I mean, originally it was supposed to be Elysio, uh Zaleski versus Manila Z. So, again, every time I've come on the podcast, you yeah. know my stance on fighters stepping in short on short notice. notice yep. <laughs> so it, it's going to be a tough night at the office for Lucy, but again, you've got to give him respect for stepping in, making on short notice, making his UFC debut. And I think on the feet, you know, Lucy is definitely going to make it very competitive and he'll be looking to, to prove the doubts wrong and prove me wrong, <laughs> no doubt. But I just think because like Lizzie has had the, the full count and is a top striker wherever the fight goes, he'll just be able to to dictate the pace and just, you know, win the rounds with his tremendous output and versatile, you know, striking with regards to his leg kicks, his jabs and his long kicks. So, yeah, I think Lizez gets this done via decision. I don't think we'll see a knockout, but I think Lizez will get it done. Decision. Okay. Devin Clark versus William Knight is the next one I want to look at. And I think it's a little chalky. It's a little, a little high. Minus 170 for Devin Clark. It's a li- you got to pay a little bit, but I do think Devin Clark is going to show up, going to take care of business. If I had to pick, I would say decision, lean decision, but I, I don't care. I'm just going to th- lay the 170 to 100. I'm going to take in Devin Clark. Yeah, it's it's a tough one. Um, there's no doubt that Knight will have the the power advantage and just sort of, sort of look to employers resting to sort of grind out proceedings when you know, it goes sideways for him. If Devin Clark's sort of piling on the pressure from the get-go, we'll see Knight trying to implement his game plan. But I think one thing that will stand out and separate the two men in this fight is uh, Devin Clark's cardio. I think maybe in the wrestling exchanges, that will sort of, you know, help him in the later rounds and maybe in the third round and potentially even get a late ground and pound. But I think Knight will will be giving up the range certainly he's very explosive as i alluded to he's got insane knockout power and which makes the finish more possible on his side i i don't know i think i did say beforehand i got night but 
I just think with, you know, Devin Clark he tends to be patient. He's got the cardio advantage. You know, he can just sort of dictate the proceedings with the wrestling. And even though Knight does have knock- the knockout power, I just, I think this one will go the distance. So Devin Clark will get it done by decision. However, there's definitely certainly value in uh, a William Knight via knockout. A William Knight knockout. Let's take a look. Let's go deeper. Uh, let's see. Devin Clark to win by decision is plus 137. William Knight to win by KOTKO submission looks like it'd be about plus 300. Yeah. So there you go. There you get a piece of both There's those things. Yeah. All right. Your crazy decision did not pay off last week. Remember that Gilbert Burns, you said KO, uh, <laughs> KO K- Kismat and this uh, crazy decision, Gilbert Burns. And the fucking thing went decision the wrong way. So. Yeah, imagine that though, eh? Uh, <laughs> imagine that if it went because the first round obviously each might have won. Yeah. Second round burns. And then either way, it's just I think yeah, Hamza definitely won the last round, but I think there was a few people that were sort of unhappy with the decision because I, I remember watching it and the fans just went sort of ballistic with regards to the decision. Obviously they thought Burns won, but yeah, just imagine my little uh, sneaky bet there at the end of the, the prediction, Burns decision. Just imagine that, eh? But I didn't, look, yeah, I didn't look up the decision. I didn't see who uh, <laughs> who scored at what, but, you know, uh, maybe our boy is back. <laughs> yeah, Ben Cartledge is back in town. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> He's always got to have his say on proceeded. A- announcing his presence. Um, one more fight <laughs> I wanted to look at is uh, Nunes versus Sam Hughes. Um, yes. I'm just looking here. I do think Nunes wins the fight. But I don't see what she's minus two forty four. I'm just trying to find. I'm trying to find value in finding a decision. It's going to decision. Yeah. I just got it. Uh, does the fight go to the dis- distance? Yes or no? Yes. Minus two fifty. What's the under? Oh. Mm, now the over is minus three hundred. Ah, fuck it. I'll just do it. Hughes versus Noons. Does the fight go decision? Yes, minus two fifty. Lock it up. It's free money. <laughs> yeah, I'd say you're printing money with that one. <laughs> I just think, you know, it's, Nunes will probably look to use her efficient striking to get the job done against Hughes. And it's fair to say, in terms of the striking and the power advantage, Nunes definitely you know, has that edge. And Hughes will be looking to to use her wrestling because when we saw Estela uh, Nunes and her fight against Ariane Ariane uh, Karnalasi she really you know, really struggled with Ariane's um, grappling so if Hughes does take the fight to the floor and just to sort of look to be the aggressor in terms of trying to get on top of her and just use the wrestling and the grappling to advantage then maybe Hughes will get the decision but I genuinely can't see that happen I just don't think you know, Hughes is well equipped and well skilled enough to, to pile on the pressure and be the aggressor like Ariane did you know, way back when against the Salonuna. So I'm going to stick to my guns and back Salonuna's by decision this one. Okay. Hard to argue. All right. Uh, anything else we need to look at in this uh, this amazing card? <laughs> um, no, I think we've been through uh, loads of the, the key fights, the key showdowns. I'm looking forward to... Jakar Close versus Brandon Jenkins. That should be a good fight. I mean, for the first time in what, nearly or just over two years, Jakar Close returns to the octagon and he'll be the heavy favourite going into this one. I just, I'm not saying I'm excited to the fight, you know, with regards to the fight in terms of it is very evenly matched. I think Jakar Close would just sort of go out there and just get the job done, 
you know, with that being said, it's a tough fight for Brandon Jenkins, no doubt. So he's a moderate underdog for a reason. He's coming off of a loss to Zurong on his UFC debut. And <laughs> to fight Jakar Close in your second fight, it's certainly a tough ask. And he's a heavy favourite this weekend. And mm. there's there's reason why, you know, Jakar Close on his days produced some absolutely banging fights against Lando Venata, Bobby Green, uh, Yagos and he's coming off of that crazy fight in his last fight against Benil Dariush that was just crazy from start to finish how Jakar Close was all, almost on the edge and on the verge of finishing Benil Dariush and then that's it you know, Jakar Close gets knocked out in the end so I think on his days Jakar Close keeps switched on you may even get the early knockout but I'm looking forward to, to seeing Jakar Close's return but I think when you're looking at the, the rest of the card it's just you know it's not screaming you know many other good fights so yeah that's all for me i'm seeing minus 1000 for jakar to win the fight at one sports book and minus <laughs> minus 600 at another so maybe the minus 600 maybe there's a ton of value there i mean geez yeah and that's saying and that's how confident <laughs> people are in jakar Flores this weekend unbelievable all right james how's the job hunt coming yeah yeah no it's not too bad to be honest i'm just sort of you know, getting my name out there i've been in touch with a couple of people and it's just a sort of case of again keep doing what i'm doing i'm producing content for various outlets and i'm again i'm just sort of trying to get my foot through the door for some people and tend to journalism tends to be quiet and around this sort of time it'll pick up and in the summer around the summertime but yeah i think whatever just pops up i'll sort of you know stick my head in and just you know you go from there really but yeah it's not too bad i'm hoping to find something soon just keep being a pest uh, that's the best yeah. way to go about it <laughs> yeah i'm a brit and we certainly are pesters <laughs> all right james always fun talking to you even when it's uh, no, a holiday card that's not a lot of good fighters but uh, yeah. <laughs> you, you can't be blessed every week information on this podcast may not be construed to offer any kind of investment advice or recommendations under no circumstances will the owners, operators, or guests of this podcast be held responsible for damages related to its contents. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile, and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply.